Hi, this is Roy Worley. Welcome to the interview show that brings on guests from all walks of life. Yeah, it's here that they tell their stories and delve a little deeper into their lives to see what got them where they are. So grab a drink, have a seat, and relax, because this is The Leo Effect. When was the last time a short movie shook your emotions to the core? When was the last time a short movie caused you to rethink everything you stood for? When was the last time a short movie made you proud to be an American? When was the last time you felt the emotion to stand up and cheer after a short movie? The new short movie, I've Got Your Six, written and directed by Bill Foster, one of the industry's newest and fastest climbing directors, will answer all of those questions. Rarely has there been so much packed into a short movie that when you leave, you'll feel more proud of our American military veterans. A movie that was cast only with American military veterans will have you on the edge of your seat, cheering for our veterans and what makes America great. I've Got Your Six will be hitting the film festival scene soon. Be prepared to drop what you're doing and go see this powerful movie when it comes to your area. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to The Leo Effects. Uh, I have with me today a very special guest. Um, I've done some interviews with him before, but it dawned on me just a moment ago that the original interview that I did with this gentleman was with a another podcast under a different name and all of that. So there was no original on the Leo effects. And then I did an update later on. And so that must have been extremely confusing. So I'm going to hopefully correct that situation with what we're going to do today. So today, joining me is somebody I would consider a friend. We've only talked over the phone, but this guy is just so personable, so likable. This is uh, Wild Bill Foster. Oh, thank you. You must know me from my college days. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's good. So, Bill, you know, we we talked a long time ago. I asked you a whole bunch of questions. You were actually, mm-hmm. uh, if we're going to get down to the brass tacks here, you were my very first interview I ever did. Wow. Ever. <laughs> it was a very good one, too. <laughs> it was pretty good. Um, I mean, yeah, I had a list of questions, and I read through them like it was a like a high school quiz or something. So <laughs> hopefully this goes a little smoother. Uh, so, all right, first off, we're going to ask the, the best question I have. And, and that is, what is it that you do, Bill? Uh, how long, how, how long is the show? <laughs> you know, uh, I'm a retired school administrator after 33 years. I started out teaching school and then I was principal for 15 years and, been a superintendent for 11 for a total of 33 years all together and i figured i tortured everybody long enough and retired in uh january of 16 2016 and, and lo and behold i actually got into some acting and you know i was retired saw some uh auditions on the on facebook and i uh, answered them and and got the role and and i thought it'd be really neat if i could just be an extra you know walking down the street somewhere well i keep getting kept getting uh selected as the uh recurring featured extra so i got to work with some really neat people uh pierce brosnan uh christoph waltz uh, to name a few and then uh i also i really when we retired we thought we were going to put a vineyard in and that would be our retirement so we're 
doing that too. We're putting in a vineyard and, and, um, while I was in, before I retired, I was always a writer, but I didn't have anything published. I just enjoyed writing. So as soon as I retired, I had some published and then I wrote a screenplay and I thought, you know, it's 30 something pages long. I, I may shoot a little trailer or something like that. And that turned into a full featured movie that scripts 111 pages now. And, uh, we just wrapped up on, on filming it. We went from four or five actors to probably 250 act, actors to, you know, counting extras and everybody. Uh, and we're in post-production on that. And, you know, I thought it'd be really neat if I could just make a movie good enough to kind of show around at local theaters and stuff. And, and lo and behold, we've got four companies now that's looking at distribution on it. So uh, it, it turned out above and beyond anything I would ever imagine. But, you know, yeah. I tried to learn as I was – extra and then on independent maybe a little more as different extra you know as far as that goes had some lines and, and i'd watch and see what i liked they did and what they didn't what they did i didn't like and i thought if i ever make a movie this is the way i'm going to do it and so we were able to put this thing together and didn't do any crowdfunding i don't really believe in that and so uh power to those that do but but i just didn't want to do it and uh so we got it done, thankfully, to a very patient wife and let me go to the bank a couple of times. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, the budget blew the first weekend, so there was that. Whoa. But, uh, <laughs> but it took us about a year to film. I mean, if you put all the days together, probably three weeks. But uh, but it took us over a year. We had a few setbacks. Uh, one day on set, my horse slipped and fell and broke my leg. And so, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and, and so I ended up, I didn't tell anybody that day. And, and I walked on it and acted and directed for half a day on, on broke leg. And then that was Saturday and Sunday. There was no disguising it. So I was just hopping around and, and still acting and directing off for 12 hours on Sunday. And then Wednesday had a surgery and plate put in. So that kind of tells you the severity of the break. Wow. And so that r- really knocked uh filming schedule <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so that took a couple of three months to heal over that. And then we got ready to go. And then my, uh, 22 year old, uh, videographer, his mother who come down there and actually put us in, in touch with each other. She'd come down and watch, watched on set one day and just a wonderful lady. She passed away with cancer. So that knocked us off a couple of months. So when we finally got back to filming, you know, we, it, it's, uh, nearly a year later time we finished it all up, but, such an amazing project. I mean, just so many people dedicated their time, you know, to be in the movie. I've gave a lot of people a lot of chances. A lot of people have actually spun their career, a new career off this movie. And I hadn't even got my movie out yet. So, you know, it's kind of bittersweet on that matter. Yeah. Holy cow. That's a whirlwind of a tale there. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, we've actually won some awards, uh, for the trailer we put it out. And then, uh, you know, I was excited when we had 300 views, but between Facebook and and YouTube, we've had over 14,000 views. And I pinch myself every day to see if it's real, you know. And uh, and my screenplays won a lot of awards, you know, uh, you know, film festivals and such as that. So anywhere from California all across the nation, I've, I've been uh, finalist or the winner of several different show uh, screenplay contests. So. Uh, really excited to get that movie out, Showdown on the Brazos. Yeah, that would be amazing. I've, I've been anxiously awaiting that one. Um, yeah, and uh, I thought we were going to have it out be through sooner, so we uh, jumped right into a short film. And I've got your six, and nice enough to run some promos on that. And, yep, yep. And, uh, Anybody that's been, it out. 
anybody that's been listening, they, they've heard, uh, you know, uh, that was a, a actual a commercial that Bill had written himself. And all I do is, is read it as best I can. And I post it at the <laughs> beginning. And then uh, I always, 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 if you check the description of the podcast on Anchor, you will see a link that'll take you straight to the IMDb page for it so you can keep up on it. So make sure to do that. Too. That's great. And we we ended up with probably seventy five actors in that. Just a little. It's probably going to be thirty minutes. You know, it's dedicated to military and everybody in the movies, military veteran. I I just directed that one. It's my first actual just directing, no acting or anything. You know, I wrote the script. I had that script in my mind a long time, and finally, just uh, one day, I was out here at the vineyard working, and you know, I was talking to a guy, and I thought, man, that's my deputy sheriff right there. And so I went in and and wrote the script. And right that afternoon, and of course it took a little polishing, but you know, that one afternoon I just quit working out in the vineyard and went in and wrote the script. So, uh, we got it done. And, and like I said, we put the twist on it where everybody's, a, uh, is a military veteran that's in the movie and we had a really great turnout. So I, I think it's going to be a, a hit for a short film anyway. So we'll start entering it pretty soon in film festivals. That's great. That's great. I hope you get a, a lot of traffic for that one. That that's a good thank you. Good good thing to uh, point out and and you know put some direction towards get people thinking about. You know, yeah, and, and the basis of the I've got your six and that's military terms. So I've got your back, and we wanted to let veterans know that you know in their darkest moments there's a whole network of veterans out there that will stand up behind them. Not only those of us that are not veterans will stand behind them, but you know don't feel alone. You know, everybody's gone through this and uh, whatever you're feeling, and you can get help anywhere. You just turn around and reach out, and they'll be there for you. Right, right. That's and exactly uh, the basis, yeah, the basis of the story is a World War II veteran. He's in the nursing home, and he sees in the newspaper where they're going to turn some worthless piece of land into a shopping center, but he realizes that worthless piece of land is his old farm, and so he wants to see it one last time, and so. He escapes from the nursing home to go look at his farm, and, of course, they send the law out after him. The deputy that finds him is an Iraq War veteran, and so they just hit it off, and, and uh, the story goes on from there. And so, it, you know, it, it, it's kind of a, another emotional roller coaster. Everybody says that I write an emotional roller coaster movie, so he's <laughs> script. So. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, you gotta, sounds like it. Yeah, you gotta, you know, you got to get the audience involved in it, you know, and, I had a play I wrote called Witness Home. It's also on Amazon.com, but they performed it in our local uh, theater here at Brownwood. And, you know, nine performances, nine standing ovations, and uh, a lot of people would come out, you know, crying or whatever. But I just felt like, you know, you need to relate with the audience, you know, get emotional with them. And, uh, you know, it's real scary when that first joke that you wrote in the script, because I like to crack a lot of jokes in, in every script and poke fun at different people. And I was worried to death when they cracked the first joke, nobody would laugh. Oh, <laughs> but, but the oh, audience no. laughed, and I said, okay, it, everything's good. You know, everything's good now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that is pretty spooky. You know, what if nobody laughs? They'd all just sit there, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's probably any comedians, you know, anybody that tells jokes, comedians and, and people who just, you know, like you that write it into a script, that's probably got to be just – gut dropping mortifying to oh. tell your story or tell your joke and nobody laughs <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> and uh what was really an honor and i, I met the man but i didn't get to meet him. you know we shook hands but i didn't get to know his story i just remember 
that because the play's about a Vietnam POW, and this bill was actually a Vietnam POW that came and saw the play. Oh wow! And uh, that was really surreal when I found out exactly the story behind it. I, I met him, and then I saw him over there talking to the main star, and and star came over and told me the story, and I was like, oh, what? that gives me goosebumps. I hope I did it right. And he said we nailed it perfectly. So wow, uh, you know. Yeah, so, you know, that's I, cool you know, you try to, and, yeah, and the window's home. It, it, you know, I tried to, uh, in writing it, it's a split screen, split stage, but I tried to show that even though a soldier goes off to war, there's a war back at home. You know, mom or, or daughter or wife has to put up with all this stuff going on while he's not around or she's not around. And so that's, and that's what I was trying to bring out in that. It's a, you know, war's terrible, but it's a two-sided event, right. you know, even not only for the soldier, but everybody back home. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, no, no family goes unscathed. Well, that's true. That's exactly right. We've all been touched by it some way or another. Exactly. So you know, kind of talk about. We'll talk about um, you getting into this a little bit, just so that we can kind of redo that first interview we ever had. But um, you you gave us an explanation as to why you got into this. So. I'll skip over that part, but I got to ask when you decided to go from retirement to trying out these, um, acting roles and, and all of that, did you have a, a lot of support behind you or did people think you were just crazy? Uh, most of them thought I was crazy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my supportive, she said, go try. And she was, you know, very supportive because when I'd leave, you know, there was always everything, you know, we lived in the farm, so you had to take care of everything back at the farm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when I was on the phone with Tess Bryson, that'd be three or four days in a row. And so she would stay home and take care of the animals and all that kind of stuff. So she was very, very patient with me. But, yeah, it's really turned into something else. You know, the kids, they couldn't believe My two kids couldn't believe it. You know, they you know, they just still can't believe it. You know, there's like, Dad, not another one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's still at it. <laughs> but, yeah, but then, you know, I was able to put my grandkids in the movie showdown on the Brazos, and my daughter got to come down there. And once they saw that, and my son-in-law got to see some of the clips from it. You know, that really sold them. They couldn't believe it. They thought it was going to be something really, you know, uh, very simple and stuff like that. And they couldn't believe the quality that's coming out of there. So that's great. So it's been a yeah, it's been a been a neat deal. But yeah, other than family, it's probably been, even family's kind of like thought I was crazy. You know, <laughs> late life career. You go into a midlife crisis or something, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, anybody that uh, is willing to put a vineyard in the middle of a desert like Texas, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, like one person said, I, you ain't scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, not scared of much. So, you know, yeah, we're trying. Yeah, I mean, so, that uh, that's great, though. That's great. Yeah. So, you know, you, you can't be scared through life. you got to take those challenges and try those things and, you know, try new things out. Right, right. And, and accept new challenges and do things like that. So I'm never going to sit around and watch TV all day. Well, I figure if you went through uh, a vast majority of your life dealing with school kids, you must uh got some rather large gojones, if, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. No fear, no fear. Look her right in the eyes. You know, when you got to go walk in front of a basketball audience and tell them all to get quiet. (laughs) 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 Whatever it might be. 
Are uh, are westerns kind of like um, your preferred genre, or would you do yeah. anything else? Oh yeah, I'd do something else. Uh, but I love westerns, and you know, I wrote this when I sit out and wrote the script for Showdown with Brazos, and and uh, I finished it. I wrote it in the style of the old nineteen fifties John Wayne, Jimmy Stewart type westerns. Right, right. Because I I felt like that's what we need to bring back a good clean western where people would go to the theater or watch them at Netflix or something and then say, man, that was, we enjoyed the, the hour and a half, two hours just sitting here and soaking in the movie like the old days. And so that's, and that's kind of the way I write, you know, there's nothing uh, vulgar or anything like that. And, you know, now, now there is violence because uh, that just makes a really good story sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. But, uh, you know, uh, I've got another Western that we've, hope to get funded and you know if showdown and browser is successful that'll bring the investors for the next one i invested in this one because i told everybody if i can't invest in my own movie why would you invest in it and so this this will show us uh show them what we can do as far as a team and, and production and, and writers and uh, when our very first story, our very first production meeting was with cinematographer who's sitting over there across from the table he's 21 years old and me and my wife, and we sat there and discussed this. All of us basically neophytes at the movie making. He had made a lot of different films, but nothing feature. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, we had never directed one, but we worked with theater and things of that nature. And so uh, we, we, we hammered out, do we want to just try to sell the screenplay? Do we want to do a trailer? Do we, what do we want to do? And I said, you know what? We, this is our plan. We need to make the full feature movie. And so when we go to distribution, we can say, here's our screenplay, here's our trailer, and here's the movie. And so that way, if they ask any questions, they can see what we can do. Otherwise, if you try to sell a screenplay or just a, uh, a, a trailer, they say, oh, that's great. Let me see your movie, or how quick can you make a movie? And we say, next year, I think that's going to shut a lot of doors. And when I started telling people this business plan, a lot of them at the lower levels was telling me that wasn't right, and we're filming it wrong. That's a bad idea, blah, 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 but I didn't let it stop me, you know. And now that we've got it done and we're starting to meet people in the higher level, you know, that's really knows, they said that's the best decision we made through the whole process. So, luckily, <laughs> we made a good decision at the very beginning. There you, you know? go. So, yeah. Sometimes you get lucky and you make the right one along the way. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and uh, we filmed it, you know, a break that pace when we were having to rent places to stu- to uh, film because, you know, such a low budget. Now, it's not a micro budget. I heard of one here a while back where the director's holding the camera with one hand, shouting demands, and then directing traffic with the other hand. We're, oh, my. We're, we're, way, above, <laughs> we're way above that one. You know? <laughs> we, got, we got a full sound crew and, you know, we have PAs and uh, we feed everybody. And uh, we we tapped into the reenactors, and so they were glad to help out. So everybody pretty much has done all this for free, except for getting fed. And right, you know, right. there's no way of thinking more than this. And, uh, <laughs> all of them combined is going to make a really great movie. You know, got some professional actors that actually do that on a regular basis, but they just donated their time. And and because uh, I'd met them through being an extra or on independence and we just got to be friends. And so, you know, friends helping friends out. It's just been amazing. Yeah. That's great. Networking is the key to anything really. You bet. You bet. And, uh, you know, I, I still couldn't believe, you know, how, how many people turned out, you know, just to help out 
the first morning we filmed, you know, there's probably 75 people there, all in period dress and everything. That, and I couldn't even talk for a little bit. Wow. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's all these people that you don't ever know if they're going to show up or not. And here's this whole crew shows up. And it's like, wow, this is real. It's time to start in now. Let's get our ears back and get after it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's get these cameras rolling. <laughs> That's right. Nothing to do but start now. <laughs> <laughs> And all of this was filmed right there in Texas, or did you guys go yeah. to anywhere else? Or no, it's it, Texas is a big state, but uh, it we is. filmed all yeah. over Texas. Yeah, we filmed uh, in South Texas in Blanco, and uh, we filmed in West Texas in Old Fort. We filmed on the Brazos River in West Texas. We filmed in Central Texas at another movie set. So we tried to bounce around so things look different and make sure everything looked authentic. Uh, we filmed just some here on my vineyard, and we filmed some just south of Brownwood. So a lot of it depends on where we could find the right location. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, Christmas vacation when Chevy Chase sees that Christmas tree, and the lights come on, and the mm-hmm. angels start singing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when when you're looking great. for location, you find the right one. That's the way it nearly is, you know. <laughs> right. So you've got these two movies that are – you know, you got Showdown in, in post, and uh, you said you got uh, I've Got Your Sixes in post as well, right? Mm-hmm. And you're yes. just kind of waiting on those. Do you have anything else kind of on the horizon or th- something you got thinking about in the back of your mind? Yeah, I've got a manuscript I've written, and it's not been published yet. We, we've debated on having it published or not, but uh, it actually won the Cisco Writers Club Best Fiction Overall and Best uh, uh, Book Overall for non-published work but uh it's called i've got uh, i'm sorry i've i heard the quail whistle and oh, so yeah. my, my wife challenged me to write a story i've written like four novels and had one published and, and i need to get some more published but you know there's only so many hours in a day but uh uh this one she said you wrote, wrote all these books about the man being the hero and i was write one about a woman being a hero you know being oh. a heroine is and so uh you can't turn down a challenge from your wife. I mean, there's no, 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 absolutely you know, not. <laughs> that's right. And so I took her up on it and wrote this, uh, this manuscript. And, and so now we're looking at making it a movie. It's the next Western. And so that will be filmed. I don't know exactly where it'll be. It involves a wagon train in several cities. So we're looking at either West Texas, New Mexico, or Oklahoma to try to film that. But like I said, once we uh, sign with distribution on the uh, showdown of Brazos, I think that'll kick in to help funding for the next one. And so uh, we'll t- take off from there once we get the proper funding for it. That's great. got a few ideas on some other modern-day action-type movies. Uh, some people want to take my windows home and tell me I need to turn it into a movie. I've got another one called Last Night in Mexico. I've read a few scenes on it um, about a kidnapping situation. So it's modern-day. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of... Uh, I need to finish them so when we go to distribution and say, which one do you like best? You know? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And we'll take off from there. But uh, I've got a team on the kind of set, you know, a four- or five-person team that uh, we'll fix and start meeting and uh, get, you know, job delegation and things of that nature. So when we do get the funding, all i got to do is call them and say, okay, we're on point. Everybody meet here tomorrow. And we meet at our uh, – we just bought a house and – on a stipulation, I can turn one of the bedrooms into an office uh, production room, and so my wife was very happy to oblige that. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the house we're living in right now is 300 square feet. 
you know, not of it, but it's not very big. <laughs> I got you. I got you. She's just tired of you doing I'm work like, at the dinner table, huh? That's right. That's right. And so uh, we bought a house in town. I told her, I said, if you don't kick my tail, I'm going to sit right here the rest of her life. So <laughs> she started finding houses for sale, and we ended up buying one. So we'll be moving here in a couple of weeks. But, yeah, I'm sitting outside right now in a rocker by a chimney with fire going. So there you go. Can't get much better than that. Dogs no, you cannot. Me. Do what? I said, no, you cannot. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. And so, but we're gonna move into town. But we'll leave it, keep this out here. So when we work all day in the venue, we can crash right here and put in a couple of days or whatever. So, so uh, you know, it, I'm looking forward to it. That way, I have an office and I can spread all my scripts out. I can spread my computer work out and have several screens there where I can watch my videos and things of nature because uh, it'll it really does help out when you get you can spread out and not put it up every, every time you get through. Right. Right. Well, congratulations on the new house. Uh, you know. Well, thank you. That's that's thank great you. news. Yeah, and it's closer to the grandkids. That's all that matters, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> they'll be coming over. Got to keep the freezer full. <laughs> all right. Well, sounds like an invitation. Next time in, yeah, I'm in Texas, go. I'll be over there. <laughs> yeah, come on. You're always welcome. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. I love it. Yeah, so, Bill, we're getting down towards the end here and, and you're a pretty busy guy so i don't want to chew up too much of your time but i want to open the floor up here for a minute to let you go and tell people where your social medias are so they can kind of follow along okay uh you can always go to my facebook page bill foster or by the movie title showdown on the brazos or i've got your six uh, you can also go on youtube and see our trailer there showdown on the brazos you can uh, go on the imdb page We've got an IMDb page for both movies. I've got your six and Showdown with Brazos, and I've got mine too. So uh, we do have an Instagram or, or something like that, but I'm not in charge of that, you know, because I don't have time. And I'm I probably need to be better at at, uh, at social networking. In fact, when we get our budget for our new movie, I'm going to hire somebody just in charge of that. You oh, know? there you go. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, so that way we can have one person in charge of nothing but getting a word out. It's through social media because that's that's where it is right now. So, uh, so if you check any of those links there, you'll be able to keep up with us. Perfect, and I'll put all those links in the description of the podcast as well, so everybody has one click shopping. They just click there and go for it. And that'd be uh, awesome, man. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to say one last time, thank you so much, Bill, for being on the show, taking the time out of your day to talk to me at. You know, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Every time you're on, it's always good laughs. And even when I'm all awkward stumbling through it, you make it so easy. Thank you so much. Well, well thank you for having me. appreciate the comments. Yeah. I don't know if I can live up to them or not, but we'll try. <laughs> you never let you've never let anybody down. <laughs> well, so. thank you. <laughs> and thank you, well, of you course. Have a great year. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you, of course, to all the listeners who you know, tuned into this podcast and they're checking things out and hearing what Mr. Foster has to say. Uh, he's a really great guy. You definitely want to click the links and check out his movies that are going to be coming up. Uh, keep an eye out for everything. So thank you again, listeners and Bill, and we will see you all yeah. next time. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, creatures of all ages, what an amazing show. Thank you for lending an ear and joining us. I'm the host, Ray Rumsey, and if you want to hear more interviews, simply head to anywhere podcasts are heard, Facebook or Twitter, and search 
the Leo effects, with an A, not an E. If you'd like to hear me doing silly voices and making a general fool of myself, head over to Shattered Dungeons on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We live stream every Tuesday night. More projects are in the works. For now, stay tuned for more interviews. To book yourself as a guest, you can head to theleoeffects.wixsite.com podcast or send me an email at theleoeffects at gmail.com. Remember, this has been The Leo Effects, and great shows require great listeners, just like you. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.